Democrat Party is the party of child abuse. Screaming children and sexualizing them. Anti war. Yeah. Come on in, the door's open. Screaming children and sexualizing them. Milo? Oh, hang on. Let me get the door for you here. Hey, buddy. Sorry, I, I know. The doorknob's a bit high for you. Say, what do you got there? Well, you know, that's quite a contraption you got there. You've been building this thing yourself? Yeah, it's kind of so it's almost done, but you got a little problem with it then, huh? Yeah. Oh, hold up, hold up. So look, all right, all right. So you so you say things acting crazy and it's out of control. All right, well let's let's have a look at it. Let's see what's going on there. Come on. All right, let me just set this down here. Okay, now, let's see. What? Well, first of all, what the hell is this thing? A kook detector. A kook detector? What's a... Wait. It can tell you when there's a fruit and nut job in your vicinity? You mean it, it knows in advance? Oh, so you press that red clown nose looking button first, yeah? And then dial in the kook level. Okay, you lost me. Co uh, kook level. What? Oh, so it's supposed to dial in the sensitivity of the device, but as it is right now, it just goes bonkers all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah okay. Yeah, so yeah. what you've got is a threshold problem, little buddy. Yeah, threshold. <laughs> 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's have a look inside there, okay? Seems to me all you need is a jumper between a couple of pathways, okay? Let me just get the uh, cover off of this here. Hey, nice job in there, Milo. Did you do all the cable management in there, too? Eco helped. Yeah, I thought so. Oh, yeah, right there, see? Between C10 and C12, you see it? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's your problem right there. It just needs a jumper. That way you can control the sensitivity of the thing. Oh. Here, let me go. Uh, now, you can fix this for good later, but let me just put a small wire between here and here. And uh, seriously, dude, that should do it. Put the case back on. Tell you what, let's try it and see if it uh, reacts to this video I'm editing. Yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, uh, let's see now. You press the red clown nose button, then uh, dial in the threshold. You know, I'd, I'd put it maybe uh, halfway, since uh, she's not in the room here, just on the screen, yeah. Well, let's try it out. I'll start the video here and see what we get. Cannot vote. How do you stand there and represent the Democrat Party as a father? And do you believe in gender? Well, there you go! Coop detector! Yeah! 
<laughs> Congrats, little buddy. Your gizmo works. All right, well, let me, uh, just set the thing to the lowest possible threshold, yeah? You know, you, you don't want to go out there and have this thing go bat crap crazy on you. <laughs> uh, hey, Milt, can, um, we get this segment of... Oh, hey. Hey, Milo. How you doing? What you got there? gills there, buddy. You know, may maybe you should sit down. Yeah, it's kind of how we're probably all going to feel during these next two years of Congress. Yeah. Hello, friends, and welcome in to this, the 211th edition of Fusebox, deliriously entitled Kook Carnival, because uh, that's what it is. And uh, more about that in a flash. I'm your big top performer in a lowbrow world, host Mark Rose, and over there, always ready for a good corn dog. Hell, man, even a bad one is good. <laughs> a true believer. Amen. <laughs> the godfather of the graphic EQ. Milt Keynes, everybody. Well, thank you kindly. So, uh, did you have a good Thanksgiving holiday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was all eating and drinking and laying around feeling bloated for three days. Just the way I like it. Well, that is kind of the American tradition. How about you? Uh, oh, you know what? So good. I got to do it twice. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, I spent some time uh, with friends on Thanksgiving Day, and then on Saturday... I uh, did it all over again at a, uh, quote, Friendsgiving, as it's been called. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 I've heard of that. Now, let me ask you, do you uh, cook the friends the same way you do a turkey? You know, so many minutes per pound. Inquiring minds want to know, do they? Huh? <laughs> Well, uh, it was grand on uh, both occasions, and uh, as you know, I'm not a big fan of the uh, approved and officially sanctioned uh, holiday thing. You know, I, to me, many of them were just created by greeting card companies. Yeah, but this uh, tradition, this uh, friendsgiving thing, yeah, I can get behind that. It's it's really a cool idea. Well, yeah, I'm glad that was a good time. Yeah, and uh, well, you know, for many, this time of year can be. Uh, how can we say it gracefully? Like sitting on a fire ant mound covered in honey? Yeah, the sting does ring a familiar bell, Mr. Kent. Yeah. I, I honestly think it stems a lot from uh, expectations that are unrealistically placed on both ourselves 
and uh, others. Safe bet. I mean, the last thing you really want to do is sit around a table with a bunch of people who are all pissed off or all tensed out about that thing that happened and then eat. <laughs> yeah, not the best recipe for your digestion. Yeah, no, I saw what you did there. Well, they call me Mr. Continuity. Just before they call you a cab. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've got some fun things scheduled for this installment, friends. Uh, We've got a a brand new entry into our uh, ongoing spoken word series called Twisted Epiphanies. And this one was written by our own Regina Carroll. You won't want to miss that. We also have an exclusive sneak peek at a brand new segment that is uh, designed for our Patreon subscribers called Paranormalizing. And we'll take a look at what has all the telltale signs of becoming a mad clown carnival in our soon-to-be-installed Congress. And, as they say, so much more. Stay with us. Won't them? Cheer up, it's not gonna be that bad. At least we'll have a good dinner. The show for everybody. But not everybody will like it. Diffuseboxshow.com. And we are back, bro. Hi, thank you, sir. Hey, you know, just a quick reminder, friends. If uh, you have not, or heaven forfend, don't even know, we have a splendid Instagram feed that you are invited to check out. You can find that located at Fusebox Show. There's no the in that name there, just at Fusebox Show. And check out all the wondrous stuff that's uh, lurking there. And, of course, the Facebook page is also available. A link uh, to that is in the show notes down there. Yeah, it is indeed. Uh, Speaking of uh, social media ismnessment, we've got a new semi-regular exclusive segment uh, coming to our Patreon page. And I I wanted to give you all kind of a sneak peek at what that's all about and uh, and basically shamelessly entice you to go over there and sign up. Hell, for as little as two bucks a month, too. Yeah, I mean, $24 a year? Most folks spend that on Twizzlers. So it's a, it's a grand idea and uh, really helps us out. Uh, here, for sure. Keeps the Japanese pocket squirrels fed. <laughs> and they are very fussy eaters, let me tell you. But we digress. This uh, new segment is called Paranormalizing. Yeah. And the idea here is to... Well, here's, here's a sample. Well, greetings, friends. Mark Rose here, host of Fusebox. And uh, welcome to the first installment of a semi-regular feature we'd like to call Paranormalizing. Well, you know what? You're probably a lot like me and have had some things happen to you over the course of your life that, well, can't be logically or practically explained. Maybe premonitions, odd sightings in the skies even perhaps seeing apparitions. Though that might have been from the funny blue mushrooms your crazy Aunt Martha put in the chili. (laughs) In any event, 
We've all had them, and uh, this series is all about the recent crop of, quote, unexplained events uh, type of show that are populating the various streaming services out there. Now, I want to say straight away that this is not a platform to debunk or otherwise disprove whatever claims are made on the various shows. My idea here was to take the four decades of post-production experience I have and uh, shed a little light on the possible realities of a given sequence in one of these programs to add uh, an additional perspective for your consideration. Sound fair? Oh, that's Well, great. So let's start with this one. 28 Days Haunted, currently running on Netflix. Now, this one has three groups of paranormal investigators going to three different locations around the country to root out the strange and disturbing things that have been reported to be going on in these locations for years. Now, according to the uh, true trailblazers of paranormal investigation, to get the fullest effect of these strange events, one should ideally be immersed in these haunted spaces for at least 28 days. It's uh, also the gestation cycle of certain slime molds. But we'll save that for another show. So let's just take this first setup as an illustration. We're to believe from the start that uh, these events that we're seeing, or not seeing, as the case may be, are happening in real time, right there in front of us as we tag along with these intrepid investigators. Now, let's just take an isolated incident as a starting point, shall we? We have our investigators discussing their strategy around a table. And all of a sudden, a noise why hide. They all react with surprise and someone says, It came from upstairs. At which point they grab the assorted devices to measure uh, ghost noises, presumably, and all race up the stairs headed towards the direction of the strange with a generous side of unearthly noise. The camera team, which has been covering them since their arrival, also scurries up the stairs behind them, naturally. But here is where it gets a little dicey, friends. The next shot is of our brave paranormalists entering the upstairs room where the strange and disturbing noise was heard, and we witness this entrance of our brave investigators from inside the upstairs room. Now, speaking of ghostly, how in fact did we get up there before the video crew, who was clearly trailing up behind them, as they ascended the stairs? Answer? Simple. Hey, what's the deal, bro? I mean, I'm hanging on the edge of my seat here to find out what was going to happen. I know it, I know it, I know it. But, but, but to hear how this plays out, you really do have to head on over to our Patreon page and uh, see the secrets of the universe revealed before your very eye. Yeah, well, well you know, it is kind of funny. 
how we just kind of give over to the willful disbelief thing. You know what I mean? But of course we do. We do it with virtually uh, any movie or television program, uh, with the books we read, and uh, frankly, in recent days, uh, some of us are doing it about past elections being stolen. What the hell was that? See how infectious this stuff is? Anyway, friends, uh, that's a small sample of the kind of thing uh, we'll be dealing with over there on the uh, Patreon page. And in subsequent episodes, we're going to talk about these um, paranormal gadgets that are used to uh, hear the voices of spirits and uh, other anomalies of the spirit realm. So you think there's like some Home Depot for paranormal researchers? Well, I, I'm sure there is, Mr. Keynes. Um, the devices that were being used in that series I was referring to, uh, 28 Days Haunted, well, clearly they were made by some outfit. They're not cobbled together by a do-it-yourselfer. Uh, they've got uh, REM pods and EMF meters and the now famous spirit box which purports to be able to let you hear the voices of spirits trapped within the white noise of radio frequencies. Really? Well, that's what they say, Mr. Keynes. Yeah. So uh, we're going to talk gizmos on another episode. So uh, come on over to the Patreon page and check it out. And that's located at patreon.com forward slash the Fusebox Show. That, too, is linked in the show notes. Yeah, so uh, speaking of uh, desiccated corpses... Wait, Senator Rick Scott is here? (laughs) No, but he's a great candidate for sure and for true. (laughs) No, we have a wonderfully macabre little tale to uh, spin for you here, masterfully crafted by our own social media maven, Regina Carroll. And uh, I think you're really going to dig this. Here's... Vampire. Oh. Well, she's pale. It's not like a sad basement pale. Um, no, it's... It's more like a pissed... Moonlight white and kind of fresh off a page describing some dark stormy night. Presumably she's on her way out because she's posing at the bus stop, the only one in town. Now that's interesting. The 32 picks folks up from downtown and takes them to the mall or the epicenter of cultural fracking, but (laughs) you know, that's okay, cause it's pretty. And Starbucks, that spaceship, takes us to that land of forgetting. It's a place where conversations live like puffs on a pipe and the pumpkin spice is king and wielding power unimaginable. Yeah, you know, I don't know what vampires drink. I mean, I'm not a vampire. And I don't presume to know why she's posing like that in the rain. Did her hip pop into that position 1,000 years ago and, and she's been rusting to death ever since? Well, truthfully, she she looks more alive than that. And, and these days, gosh, that can mean a myriad of things. And 
God. She's deflating. Oh. Hashtag sad face. Yeah, how about that one? <laughs> well, we, we went from the mall to the living dead in less than a minute. Well, some would argue that malls are a place for the living dead. <laughs> um, lots of fun there. You know, I like the kind of you-are-there feel to this. <laughs> it's almost like you're riding along with her in the car. Yeah, I'd be looking for a way to exit the vehicle. Yeah. Well, and speaking... Of desiccated corpses. Wait, Senator Rick Scott is here? Wait, wait. didn't we, uh... Wait a minute, yeah, yeah, wait. Yeah, it feels feels familiar, but I, I don't know. Well, welcome to the show that never ends. The Democrat Party is the party of child abuse. It's the party that represents grooming children and sexualizing them in school. I'm going to win the election and I will accept that result. If you lose, will you accept that? I'm going to win the election and I will accept that result. The races will always be called for the Democrat candidate when they've collected enough votes to win. And, and in many of these states... Well, first of all, this election is more than Herschel Walker. This election is about the people. <laughs> Ah, yes, friends. The next two years will prove to be even more interesting than the last six have been for the Congress of these United States. Well, not sure how united they are at present. Well, there's one faction in there that's assuredly united in delusion. And we can expect to see more of that come January. You know, speaking of January... That J-6 committee is supposed to have a report submitted or levy a fine or file for bankruptcy or something, yeah? Oh, indeed. And uh, probably more urgency now, in fact, because uh, the incoming House members will surely dismantle that process and, uh, you know, start looking under everyone's bed for Hillary Clinton's emails and dead South American presidents running voting machine scams. Yeah, and on top of that, that wacko in Colorado looks to have taken back her seat. Yeah, Lauren Boebert. Um, yeah. Well, the sad thing is there, her opponent, he conceded a, a bit prematurely, perhaps, but uh, I think a recount is, is mandated by the state law anyway, so I, I don't know. We'll, we'll just have I'm to... I'm telling you, man, with all that redistricting going on there, it's even more amazing that the race was as close as it was in so many parts of the country. Yeah, because it was only 500 votes between them. Yeah, yeah. Even the GOP are saying that it was a washout election-wise for them, even with all the goalpost moving they did. I think their next strategy will be only old white guys can vote. Yeah, they've got real splintering going on in that party right now. I, 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 it's, <laughs> it's not going to be easy keeping the crazies in check. Yeah, especially since several of them are like heads of major committees, like Jim Jordan. You know, I've heard it discussed that there's actually a move to get certain Democrats out of uh, influential committees by banning them outright, someone uh, had reported. That's just crazy. 
with a capital fascist. Well, I got to think that the Democrats see this coming and must have something in the works to combat this insanity. Yeah, better hope so. I mean, this is the kind of turbulence that can shear the wheels clean off the democracy wagon, bro. Yeah, well, you know, we're all in for a rather prolonged spell of vigilance, I think. And man, we have got to get some consequences delivered here, you know? Yeah. That orange lunatic is still walking around insulting federal judges, threatening them in some cases and making billion-dollar deals with the Saudis for real estate development, for crying out loud. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I I know. It looks like nothing is happening. But the good news there is uh, progress with uh, these uh, things of this sort of magnitude. It's uh, best to have all your hugely big ducks in a row, because uh, you can bet there will be obstruction and delay attempts at every step of the way in this thing. The DOJ and uh, all the other legal entities connected to the, what is it now, 11,723 legal cases hovering around Orange Guy, well, many, like the one regarding uh, stolen documents and um, actually a little oversight of the J6 stuff, uh, that's all been handed off to a special counsel And uh, as I understand, the trial date is uh, set as well. Well, I'll tell you, it's like those GOP members who uh, still evidently have a conscience were saying the other day, if we had voted to convict this idiot during the last impeachment hearing, he'd have been out of our hair for good. Well, hindsight is 2020. It's just too damn bad they didn't listen to the folks on their side of the aisle who had that hindsight ahead of time. <sighs> like we say, friends, it's a, it's going to be a kook carnival for the next couple of years, evidently. So it's uh, best to remain vigilant and, uh, above all, using as much critical thinking as possible Because these waters may get muddy. And a little stupid. And a little stupid as uh, time goes on. Oh, yeah. And and, uh, don't forget to investigate the cannibal vampires running rampant in the halls of Congress. You'll know them. They're the ones in the red jumpsuits with antlers. And on that note, that I think is really X minor flat five... We'll call it a show, friends, but not before thanking our contributors on this edition of the show, Regina Carroll for twisting the epiphany real good, to Dre O'Brien for downright upstanding ID pronunciation. Thanks ever so grandly as well to the grand master of gain staging over there, Milk Keynes, for technical assistance and so forth and so on. Pleasure's all. And folks, if you haven't subscribed as yet to this here show, well, you should be summarily whipped. But after that, click the subscribe button and hell, leave us a review too. I know, sounds nuts, but it really does help the cause here. It most surely does, as does a visit to the Fusebox store, cleverly linked in the show notes and uh, equally accessible from the Fusebox website, thefuseboxshow.com and uh, from our Facebook and Instagram pages too. And also like that. Yeah, I got all kinds of swag there. You'll be happier than a Japanese pocket squirrel in a peanut butter tsunami. Peanut butter! Yeah! <laughs>
<laughs> yes, you, they, will, are. I have been your attempting to change the tires on the clown car with a banana host. Mark Rowe saying, until our next cartoon. Fuse.